the Tea Health Show, the medical lifestyle show. Good morning. This is the Tea Health Show, and you are listening to the wonderful Dr. Mark and Chris Avon Smith. And I'm not hearing myself very easily. I'm not sure if it's just the headphones. Ah, there we are. We are in here. Great. Good morning, Mark. Morning, Chris. How are you? I am exceptionally well this morning. Thank you so much. Good. We, we're talking today all things CBD. Yes. Central Business District, right? No. <laughs> Wish. You know, I think it's, qu- it's quite uh, easily available in the Central Business <laughs> District. But no, we're talking cannabis or daha or weed or ganja or whatever you want to call it. And in the studio, we have with us Dr. Anton Janssen van Rensburg. I'm sorry, Anton. That's Janssen van Rensburg. Apparently your family will kill me. (laughs) So Dr. Anton Janssen van Rensburg, and he's from Introcan. Um, Anton, just quickly give us a little bit of background about who you are and Mm. what Introcan is. Yeah, I'm an integrative practitioner. Um, that's the, the new word for doctors that have studied mainstream medicine but uh, are looking at other ways to treat illness, uh, particularly in the plant world, in vitamins, minerals, things like that. Um, and uh, I've been studying plant medicine for many years. I also studied further in nutrition, a further degree in nutrition. And that's how I treat my patients. If I can get them to um, heal their conditions, their chronic pain problems using food, using uh, nutrients, using um, herbs, plants, then that for me is a triple win. Um, and that's how I uh, got involved in the establishment of uh, a company called IntroCan. It's an educational um, platform that trains doctors and the public alike in how to apply cannabis as a medicinal plant in your life. Okay, so let's start there. But before we do... Very interestingly, we've got Dante standing by on the WhatsApp. Yes, our producers finally agreed to join us in studio. He's always been kicking. It's too early for him. <laughs> so, um, Dante, welcome. Um, we are going to take calls, like we said on our... Well, not on calls, but we'll take WhatsApps. WhatsApps, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So, please, the number is 064-212-8701. Dante will pass the WhatsApp messages on to us. Um, and we'll try and answer them. If we can't answer them today, we do, if we don't get around to them, send them through and we will answer them either via email or in our next show. Okay. So, Anton, the first thing that, that people want to know is cannabis. Is it going to make me high? Oh, I think that's a, that's actually a valid question. Um, so, yes, cannabis is going to make you high if you smoke cannabis. But we are in this domain, we are speaking specifically about pharmaceutically prepared and produced medicinal cannabis. So the aim here is to not get you high, to get you better. So it's to treat your illness without the high. Okay. So the stuff that I buy at Diskim, at Clicks, um, at the Pick and Pay Pharmacy, uh, says CBD oil. Now, CBD stands for what? It stands for cannabidiol. So it's one of the major cannabinoids. So the, the, the cannabis plant is full of wonderful chemicals. It's, in my opinion, having studied plant medicine for many years now, it's probably one of the most interesting plants with 
uh, hundreds of chemicals in it that can actually I help think, human beings. I think when when we did hmm. the training with you, um, we said it was a thousand two hundred different compounds yeah, but anyway, in, 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 in a why, plant? That's so many, many. So plants in general, in plant medicine, that's why using a whole plant as a, as a medicine is very important. And that's, that now leads from your question is, uh, am I going to send my patient, am I going to write a script and look at the research on cannabidiol or CBD and send my patient to any pharmacy to buy anything off the shelf? And the, answer, the short answer is no, I can't. Because many of my patients that are doing this are actually vulnerable people. They've got chronic conditions And my problem here is the following is I do not know what is in that CBD That they are buying I don't, so don't know actually, where they're getting it from let's, let's go one step back Because this is a question That we, we have to Answer um, If my perception is correct Chris, you're sitting on the council So um, yes, you know, from from that perspective, Anton, we are both medical practitioners and we've been in practice for a long time. The question is, is cannabis legal? So the stuff that I buy, hmm. is it legal? Because in the information that I have is that you can grow cannabis and you can use it personally. Hmm. But yes. you're not allowed um, to sell it, therefore you're not allowed to buy it. Yeah. So that's so so the stuff that mm. you plant at home, that's 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 gonna be probably something that contains THC, because I mean people are after the high. That's why they would plant it in their garden. Yes. So that that contains THC. But the stuff that you buy in the pharmacies at the moment, off the counter or over the counter, is hemp derived C B D. This is a completely different kettle of fish altogether because so we need hmm. to we need to go into that yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, uh, absolutely you know this is the first thing people mm. actually do not know the difference between mm. hemp which is commercially grown for weaving of baskets and mm. um plastics etc cetera, etc cetera. um and cannabis you know, there's a, there's a very big difference and, you know, buying hemp products mm. and cannabis products is mm. definitely not going to give you the same effect. No, it's not. So let's start there. Let's, no. let's talk about, um, cannabis and hemp. And before we come to, to you, Anton, um, Chris, from a, Council perspective, from a legal perspective, yeah. can you give us a little bit of information or background in this area? I can vaguely, um, and and I'm by no means an expert on this, but I do know that there is. I think the white paper is sitting in front of front of um, Parliament at the moment to look at the growing of hemp. Because it, on, on a large scale commercial, commercial basis, um, which will then allow for the formation of CBD oils, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. The law as it stands is very much as Anton's just said, um, that I think you're allowed two plants or two or three plants for personal use mm. to grow for 
you, you know, it, to, to as a party as a party pack sort of thing. <laughs> but uh, but in your than, own garden in a pot, <laughs> absolutely. And you're not re- you're not allowed to travel with it. You're, mm. you, you're not you're not allowed to move around with mm. it. You're not. You, you know, there are very strict laws still. Uh, it, it is still the the uh, cannabis. Uh, Dacha, as we know it, is still very regulated and and needs and and needs to be l- looked at. And I think this is what the white paper is all about: mm. to try mm. and a to decriminalize it, which I think we've gone quite a long way down the road to. Yes. But then also further than that is to um, allow for the, for the benefits of mm. hemp and uh, CBD to become commercially available. I know that there's a, a lot of farms that are gearing up to commercially grow um, hemp products. Um, uh, uh, there's licenses required for this. That's correct. Yeah. Um, That's correct. So, Anton, the difference between hemp and cannabis? No, that's the key question. Okay. Hemp is in the family of cannabis. It's ironic. The plant is actually the, 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 the cannabis sativa plant. It's the same plant, but it's a completely different type, phenotype, um, okay, so of that plant. Just, just explain quickly. Mm. Genotype, which is genetic. Mm, mm. Phenotype, which is modified genetics. We've modified yeah. the genetics. Yeah. Am I correct? Well, naturally, what what we've done is, is we've you, if you test the plant, you will find which of the phenotypes are either hemp or proper full spectrum cannabis sativa, and what they've then done is they've started modifying these plants, or they've just used the plants in their natural state, and started breeding them to make sure that when you produce a full spectrum. Uh, product that that then now that now we're going to use another technical term i don't want to confuse the listeners too much they call it a chemovar yeah. that's actually the term that we eventually start using so that's a chemical variant yes yeah so we actually in the, in the cannabis world we speak of chemovars that's actually what we speak about so that the chemovars that i prescribe to my patients were used by the the, the cannabis producers and that those plants were uh, that we know we're sure what the THC and CBD component of those plants are. We know how potent they are. The chemovars. Okay, so let's let's explore that point just quickly, and then we'll mm. move on. Mm. What is what is THC, and what does mm-hmm. the THC component do? And and then yeah. what is CBD? And what does the CBD component do? Because, you know what, I think that's what's tripping up a hell of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it tends to get confusing now. So I just want to take one step back quickly and just say a last thing about hemp. So hemp, although it's in the family of the cannabis plant, it is a plant that contains way less chemicals. It does not contain the terpenes, about 120 terpenes, which we'll speak about a bit later. It does not contain THC. It does contain CBD, and that's why hemp can be planted and you can extract CBD. So I just want to link this quickly to the pharmacy. You can thus buy hemp CBD off the shelf, but it must be a small quantity and it has to be prescribed on the bottle as less than 20 milligrams in the dosage. 
which okay. is not going to help me if I'm treating certain conditions like epilepsy or children with Lennox Gastel or Dravet syndrome. 20 don't, milligrams. Don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I won't, that's not going to help me. So that is the, the law says the moment you give someone a CBD bottle and you say that you have to use 80 milligrams a day to help your Convulsions, your pain Then it's a Schedule 4 medicine That has to be registered through The South African African Health Products Regulatory Authority We'll speak about that SAPRA The old old, uh, medical control council The old MCC So then now now you've got now, And so you can't find that type of CBD Or those dosages on the shelf Right But, But you also Remember now, this is hemp CBD. It's, 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 it's literally just CBD. It does not contain all the other things that we'll speak about just now. So it's a highly, re- it's, it's been refined into that. It's, it's been extracted. It's yeah. CBD. And, yeah. You know, but Chris, it's, it's very interesting that you say, say that because I just written down, I just wrote down here something. And that's about extraction. Yeah. Because it's, it's about extracting these active ingredients from the plant. So Anton, we'll circle, we'll circle back to that. So mm. tell us about THC then. Okay. Alright. So tetrahydrocannabidiol. Okay. This is the, 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 the euphoric component of the plant or the, or the major cannabinoid that gives you the euphoria. When people smoke cannabis, then they get high. It's because of the THC that is in the plant, the major cannabinoid. This is now, and I'm going to now use a term over and over again today, full spectrum plant. So when we speak about the chemovar of cannabis that has all the chemicals that you're after, then we are speaking about the full spectrum plant. Okay. THC. So in this full spectrum plant, you're going to have THC and you're going to have CBD. So the uh, tetrahydrocannabidiol and the the, uh, the cannabis, so cannabidiol and the tetrahydro um, 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 t- or the THC. Not to get confused myself here now. <laughs> um, so both these have to be in the plant. Both of them have to be in the plant. And, and that's what's, what makes it a full spectrum. Not only that, the 120 other chemicals that are in the plant are very, very important. So we have to speak about that because those two opinions, and and in plant medicine over the years, I've seen that you have to, when when you use the whole plant, like in malaria research, I was involved in malaria research. Mm. If you you use the whole Artemisia plant from Mozambique, your malaria parasite can't um, uh, become resistant to the treatment because of the terpenes and in the artemisia plant there's about a thousand terpenes same with full spectrum cannabis now so what we new research is showing us now that these terpenes actually have um what we call a cannamimetic don't worry about the term now but it mimics the effect of major cannabinoids on your receptors and when we speak about the receptors still so uh, i i that's where we're going so uh, we'll talk about the smoking just now but chris do you know that you produce your own cannabis in your body? No. I do. You do. You do. I can be commercially so. viable. <laughs> <finally. laughs> so, this is. <laughs> um, we'll speak about the business plan afterwards, okay? At, 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 at the, uh, we won't say that you're available at the crazy store, but still. So, um, very interestingly enough, Anton, when we, when we did our course with you, um, 
you know, to, to become one of the registered practitioners that, that can, that can legally prescribe TH, uh, well, CBD and THC. Yeah. yeah. Um, or full spectrum One of the plant. things that I learned is that the body contains CBD receptors. You mm. have receptors mm. in your body that is specific mm. for cannabis. That's wow. right. That's right. And you make cannabis. Okay. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm just fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> I, must, I must tell you. So, you know, but uh, Anton, we, we can go into the history uh, of this, but I'll, I'll rather bring you back for that. Um, you know, it, interestingly, the plant didn't come from Africa. The plant is actually originally from China. Hmm. And right. it came to... I know something else that came from China. Okay, let's not go. Unless I go there. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it spread to first um, the Middle East mm. and mm. Uh, Africa via the spice route and then into Europe and across to the Americas via slaves. Um, but, you know, it, be that as it may. Yes, I'm very glad you listen in the course and you remember so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the few things that I do well is, um, if you say pretend, listen, if you can pretend, pretend to listen. To listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it, uh, but the fact that we as humans, have CBD receptors means that we must have been exposed to this chemical or this plant for eons. Well, not eons, millennia. Um, you know, it, we must have evolved to either have used the plant or been exposed to it. Am I correct? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how you how you view human development. The point is just um, I view humans as being part of this world that we live in. We are so, so that's why so many plants. If you study any plant, you'll be surprised. You're going to have Chris's surprise moment with literally every plant. Like, oh my goodness, this plant helps yeah. a human in this way. This plant helps. So, so I literally feel that as humans are on this earth and we're affected. By everything around us. Well, I mean that's natural medicine, which has been going. This is on natural medicine. Since yeah. Time immemorial. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is, and the last year has also shown us, and I'm, and I'm not going to um, divert to there, but I have to mention it, is that we don't understand our interaction with viruses, bacteria, parasites, and fungi. Yeah. And 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 and, and I'm saying this very carefully because. I'm also a mainstream doctor that had to learn this, but that we're actually full of all those things. I mean, we have 10 to the power of 11 plus live viruses in us. We have 300 trillion bacteria in us. We are full of fungi that are alive and they need mm. to be alive. We are better because of them. Yeah, well, and, you know what? Let's just take, take an antibiotic. What mm. happens? We get thrush mm. or we get an upset stomach. Why? Mm. Because the antibiotics, the chemicals that we are taking yeah. are killing off the mm. good microfauna and flora it, that we it. have. Um, it, you know, it, the studies about the microbiome, um, not only in, uh, um, internally, but our microbiome on your skin is, uh, you know, a phenomenal. I think the Brits might have it correct by only bathing once a week. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> yes, you can see you turn up your nose, but you know, it, it is that we are destroying our own microbiomes, especially yeah. with yeah. all the antibacterial creams and soaps that we're using. That's it. Okay. So, Anton, let's move on because this is very important. 
Um, medical CBDs versus your term kitchen cannabis. Yeah, because my, my term kitchen cannabis I invented um, because I've started discovering more and more as my patients came to me with these um, interesting unmarked bottles with black <laughs> fluid in them. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there's I've a lot of those that. going around, and, I've seen that. and and it's my auntie's cousin's brother who's cooking it in the kitchen. And but it's he, very good. They it, always, it is, they always yeah, tell you that it's very good. <laughs> so 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 here's my problem: is that uh, there's absolutely no guarantee. There's no control. I don't know what I'm giving my patient. Mm. And and on, let's use CBD as an example. I, I see children, young children, with unique. Seizure-related conditions. Yes, some of them do respond to an to an extent to the store-bought CBD, the stuff you buy off the shelf. But still, I don't know: are there contaminants in there? Is there, are there heavy metals in there? Um, who made it? How did they make mm. it? Do we, do, this is, is where we come to the extraction. Yes, and you know what? I want you to focus on that for a little bit because mm. we have chemical extraction, and this is the, this is a very big problem. You know what? Yeah. We extract the stuff. With either alcohol and now alcohol we can accept mm. in some form or another, but the benzenes, um, yes, the hexanes. Um, mm. Wow, you know, it, well, there's a reason you keep benzene in a locked cupboard in a marked bottle. So you know, it, mm. yes, it's a great solvent; it will extract oils out. Yeah. But you know, it, you're poisoning yourself by using this. Um, the other thing that I want us to touch on is the difference between smoking, your term again, vaporizing, yeah. and orals. So the okay. stuff that we eat, space cakes. Yeah. yeah. So when we talk about those, just just give us that shocking revelation that you caused in me about smoking stuff mm. vaporizing it yeah. and eating it and the difference yeah so smoking and and most people don't know this but the coal of a cigarette burns at 900 degrees celsius so if i burn something at that temperature i'm going to poison myself uh, you can literally take the best best plant on the planet the most beautiful and most amazing you can take green tea leaves let's use green tea because people associate green tea with health and wellness and longevity burn it at 900 degrees and inhale it you're poisoning yourself this is the point so yes when you burn cannabis like that yes the thc will release but here's the clincher you can release that thc at 180 degrees celsius so at a much lower temperature much much it's lower temperature you bake cookies at that's exactly the for point. For 25 minutes. For 20, oh, there we go. <laughs> we can exchange recipes. But then let's jump to cookies now that cookies yeah. are on the table. Space cakes, cookies, cannabis cookies are the main reason for hospital admissions yeah. for overdosing on cannabis. And here's the reason why. People are used to smoking cannabis, so it takes about, what, five to ten minutes, and they, you know, they are, are flying over the ocean somewhere, and, um, <laughs> or whatever it is that happens to them. And, and then suddenly one night they decide, you know, it's time for space cakes. So mm -hmm. It's time to, 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 to bake space cakes. And then they eat a space cake and they wait. Ten minutes later, nothing. Let's have another. They wait another ten minutes. So after an hour, they've had what? Maybe four, five, who knows? Maybe even six space cakes. And the, because of the digestive process, an hour to two hours later, all of that kicks in at the same time and lasts 
12 hours. And their friends then rush them to the casualty department with a tachycardia or very fast heart rate and a full-blown panic attack. Mm. Because and of it's a panic attack. It's not, yeah. it's, mm. it's not an overdose. It's a, it's a yeah. full-on psychotic Event. Well, not necessarily psychotic. Some people who do have a history of psychosis in their family, they could go into a psychotic break where they literally have a complete break with reality and they become the Queen of England um, for a few days, sometimes even as long as a week. So that's, that's one of the dangers of, e- of Don't cannabis. Don't think about it, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> For Dante. Uh, so, so the point is that, so that, that, that is the danger of, mm. of space green, skates. And also you get the greenies as, as, as well mm. with, with that overdose. I mean, you literally are nauseous. You're green. You, that's it. <laughs> that, that's it. No, I've yeah. never heard that term. Mm. No, but, but it's, it's, it's known as the greenies and colloquially, you know, because if you've overdosed or mm. had too many space cakes it's, yeah. it is that and yeah. i mean it's because of the term you know it's green leaves etc but you know that's that's the point that's it yeah. so then in the middle um is something uh, let's speak about vape so vape already um if you compare it to cigarettes is maybe a little bit better because of heat so vapes use lower heat i can't comment on vape fluids because they're full of chemicals they're full of mm. flavorants um who knows how that is regulated but in the it's c- not and that's yeah, a problem yeah but in the full spectrum yeah that's it but in the full spectrum cannabis world we use something called vaporization okay this is a completely different concept yes and please just make the Mm. the differentiation for us there yeah this is not a vape so some of my chronic pain patients um i give them cannabis drops full spectrum drops i give it to them in the morning and i give it to them in the evening and it works and, uh, and I'm going to give you some examples of patients today whose lives have been changed by using full-spectrum cannabis drops or sprays. But now in the day, they go to work, and now they start getting breakthrough pain. And now they've got something called a medical vaporizer. Some of them look like a vape pen, but it's not a vape pen. It's a vaporizer pen that has adjustable temperature. And this is incredibly important because we're going to come back, and we'll mm. circle back to that one, because being able to control the temperature gives you different effects and we'll speak about that a little bit yeah. later yeah that's exactly right so um so now i've got a vaporizer pen some of my my my, my, my patients use a different type of medical but it's basically called a medical vaporizer and what they then do is at work they quickly go to the bathroom and they take a single inhalation of vaporized full spectrum cannabis that was prescribed by me like a ventolin inhaler like a ventolin inhaler that, that's that's a very good example. And then they go back, and that single inhalation um, then helps the pain until at 12 o'clock they have to, take, have to take another, and at 4 o'clock maybe they take another. And then tonight they'll take their drops again. But you know what? <clears throat> um, let's just make this incredibly clear. This is prescribed on a schedule 21 um, application. application mm. Patient, individualized, registered at the South African uh, Health Products Regulatory Authority, SAPRA. So these (coughs) are the people that 
are in control of what goes onto the shelves in pharmacies. And you say it's a schedule four at that time. No, 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 no. So now, so, so we now, six. so this is schedule six that we're speaking about now. Okay, so that's So the CBD high. that I spoke about earlier, so my, my, my patients with epilepsy. Right. If I can get them on a pure, pure full spectrum CBD, which is very difficult to find. So we, I only prescribe full spectrum CBD, high CBDs, and low THCs, or I can go equal amounts THC um, CBD, or I can go high THC. But it depends on my, my patient. Sure. But all of this is Schedule Six, and all of it is a Section Twenty One application done um, to Sapra and okay. with, through partner doctors. So, which we, I'm training doctors in South Africa to do this, and they can be found on the Intracan.com website. These um, partner clinics can be found. How but many they, are, how many of our us are they at the moment? Oh, you're a small group because yeah. I've only started last year. So, you know what? But these guys are available in are. most of the major centers. Yeah. So far, and um, as, as I'm doing the course and doctors are um, um, doing the course, they learn how to do this and um, we support them in the prescription of the Section 21 or the application because the Section 21 application is quite complex. Uh, it's rather difficult to do that, but we, we support the doctors to do that and takes a few days for SAPRA to give approval or not. Usually we, we, we don't apply if we don't expect approval. And yeah, then uh, we can start our patients and we can speak about how we actually then do the treatment. So we're going to come to that now, but I just want to circle back quickly. There are so many conditions that we can treat with CBD. Unfortunately, people that listen to this could have or could make the mistake of thinking that the CBD, the hemp product mm. or the cannabis that they're growing in their garden can help with this. Guys, please, mm. you need to understand that we have studied for many years. We are then trained by experts who studied more years in how to do this safely. Um, Anton, if we just, if we just touch on how the CBD that we are using is grown, the, the environment in which it's mm. grown yes. at and yeah. in okay. could make, could help us hammer into this point that yeah. don't take stuff that mm. is not prescribed. 100%. Firstly, it's illegal. Yeah. No, and if someone gives it to you, yes. Yeah. And secondly, it's bloody dangerous. So mm. Mm. The, the growing conditions, and where do we get it from? Yeah. So um, full-spectrum cannabis that I prescribe to my patients is grown indoors. So they control… That doesn't mean on the windowsill. No, not on the windowsill. No, no, no. It's in a, in, a, in a facility that was specifically designed for cannabis growth. So what they do... So almost laboratory It's conditions. a laboratory conditions. Yeah, it's basically that. I mean, it's, it's basically... I, I mean, it's it's, it's probably, like a super yeah. greenhouse, yeah. basically. And um, basically what they then do is... is and, and remember now, so the, what they are growing there is a chemovar. It's, a chem, it's the right chemovar, the chemical variant of the phenotype. We're not going to go into the technical terms too much now. That is grown there. Then it's they control the air, so no 
pollen or any uh, contaminants from neighboring farms or industry gets into this facility. They control the water, make sure it's clean so water. So it's a sterile environment, basically. Yeah, I wouldn't call it sterile, but it's a clean environment. A clean yes, environment. Yes, yeah. Okay. And then the food is controlled. And so by the time that this plant produces that final leaf and that flower on the female plant is produced, they already have a 98% prediction of what the levels of terpenes, THC, and CBD is going to be. Okay, this is very important. Then they anyway send every plantation for batch testing to a third-party independent laboratory, something that we desperately need in South Africa with our integrative medicines, but that's a different topic for a different day. So then they send it for testing, and they see – uh, how much tetrahydrocannabinol is in here? How much cannabidiol is in here? How, how many of the terpenes are here in, and in what levels? And if that passes the test, they send it for heavy metal contaminant um, um, testing, for mold. They go and look for molds and bacterial contamination. And only then is it uh, placed in a in a uh, well it depends on what you now want do they put it into the final product and only then is it sent to wherever it needs to go my my sister works on a uh, at a farm one of the m- big mega farms um and some of their land has been earmarked for for the growth of hemp mm-hmm. but it's interesting when you say you know what it's tested for molds it's tested for heavy metals it's tested for bacteria just think about it guys um a couple of weeks ago we couldn't get tomatoes why because there was a tomato mm. uh, fungus or yes. a, 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 that that attacked tomatoes mm. and we couldn't get tomatoes because they were not mm. fit for human consumption yeah, that's it. now you know and, it and can i just quickly add then and also, also pesticides how many how many of our vegetables are tested the vegetables that oh, we yeah. eat on a daily basis how no. do we know these residual pesticide or not on the exactly. so specifically they test for pesticides as well so this is not done in south africa yet and i think we are very far away off from that so the importance of knowing where your product is coming from um is incredibly important Mm. especially in the patients who are already vulnerable patients with things like cancer patients with epilepsy heavy metals collecting Mm. the brain well, I mean, just just take a cancer patient, for for example. They mm. are generally on a, a very heavy regimen of, of toxic chemicals. Mm. Yeah, they're, chemotherapy, they're, it's exactly that. And, and their, their immune systems are shot. They have nothing. And if you're going around putting extra stuff, and, and I mean, I, I, I know from personal experience, my parents both used uh, CBD oils when they had their cancers as pain management. Mm. Um, many years ago, so I don't know how regulated or whatever it was. But, I mean, I'm just thinking the stuff that they could have been putting into their bodies at with very, very compromised immune systems. I mean, it's it's terrifying. Mm. Mm. That's right. And I mean, if I, especially, especially my, the children that I see, the, the, the children with brain injury, that some of, the, some of the, the kids that I see have 200 convulsions a day. Oh. And they yeah. need on medication. And, and that's on stand, medication. Sure. And, and so let's just let's just tell people what that is. That's a grand mal seizure. Mm. It's mm. something that we cannot control with medication. Mm. The only mm. way that we really can control something like that is putting this person into an induced coma. Yeah, yeah, and some of them suppressing I'm, all kind of brain for activity. Life. And, for life. and and they respond. They respond to 
a proper safe and I'm, I'm going to give if I prescribe to this patient I'm going to prescribe them a product that I know is safe because sure. as a doctor I need to take responsibility here for, for what I'm prescribing but and then this is where the, the full spectrum um, issue comes in because now I know that I can start titrating this patient I can start at a lower dose than what the studies say mm. because now I can wait and see and this this is so this is cannabis dosing that I'm venturing into here now this is not like your normal medicine mm. where Take five milligrams twice a day until you feel better. It doesn't work that way. Sure. With cannabis, with full spectrum cannabis, because of the terpenes and uh, you know the way the plants put together, you I can start with seven drops a day, which is rid- ridiculously low dose. Um, uh, uh, let me sh- shift gears to another patient, I had a, a chronic pain patient who had nerve pain in his body for the last six years, been to. 20 specialists, no one can help him on a list of medications as long as my arm. Within three weeks, he responded to the drops, which doesn't make sense in a way because it's, mm. his dose is still too low. If you look at the, 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 the literature, but this is what I do with the full spectrum cannabis. I start low, then I, then I slowly titrate upward. And because I know some of the patients are going to be fast responders to the full spectrum plant. So this is, this has got to do, Anton, if I'm surmising correctly, this has got to do with the fact that we have natural Cannabinoid receptors in That's the body And you know what We can upregulate those receptors Or we can downregulate the receptors mm. And we'll speak about that If not mm. in this um, show we'll, we'll bring you back But we'll speak about them I think we really have to have uh, Dr. Anton back again Just quickly mm. guys If you do have any questions And you want to send WhatsApp, uh, send us a WhatsApp On 064-212-8701 You can also do it Post the show if you'd like And, and we will respond to that when we can Yeah. So Anton Let's touch on The conditions Okay that are currently being treated in South Africa. That means the conditions we have had successful registration of. Mm. Um, and then let's talk about some of the conditions that CBD is being investigated for or that it's mm. being used uh, internationally already. Yes. And all of us, and I have to emphasize this, all of us have very, very strong scientific research papers that's been published in medical journals behind them. Yeah, absolutely. So the the strongest indication, or let me, let me name the top, top five, um, number one is chronic pain. And that's chronic pain in, in all its forms, from neuropathic nerve, neuro, neuro, neuropathic pain to psoriatic arthritis to rheumatoid arthritis to osteoarthritis. So um, I started prescribing um, cannabis and some of the, the, the early doctors that were in my course started prescribing cannabis for chronic pain patients since July last year. We actually started in lockdown with prescriptions. I think SAPRA were, <laughs> were confused. What's going on here now? A non-COVID application. And... Um, and we're seeing results in our patients. And um, um, so chronic pain is a, big, is a big one. Then convulsions, epilepsy. We've now mentioned um, the people with epilepsy. Um, it's, this is now adults with uh, convulsions that are not um, uh, responding to treatment. We've uh, children. They are very unique syndromes that actually have, uh, have had um, uh, um, success. Or, or, um, it's been legal. For, for example, in England, Lennox-Gastau and Dravet syndrome has been legal for many, many 
years. Just explain what those two are. Yeah, so, they, so, they, so the, the genetic conditions that have a seizure component to it, are very and, and the seizures do not respond to treatment. So my most recent Lennox Gastau patient has got 210 petty mole seizures a day and five grand moles a day. So the Every difference day. between a petty mole and a grand mole, a petty mole is, you know, it, you do not see outward signs of a convulsion. This is not your typical fit. Mm. Where you're not lying on the floor and okay. or biting Whereas your Whereas a grand yes. mole, um, you know, it is the fit where mm. you go mm. into spastic That's it. That's it. Uh, contractions, etc., yeah. etc. Mm. Et I mean, a petty mole, people do, just sometimes just look like... Have an absence. Yeah, it looks like they have an absence. There, yeah. They're not there. Yeah. They could literally sit and they, they, their eyes can flutter... Or their mouth can move a little bit, and and they, then they come back maybe after thirty seconds, and they do not know that they were gone. Mm. So mm. it's one of the things we'll we'll mm. touch on this, Chris, um, with uh, Prof. Yanni uh, Ferreira and yes. Dr. Melanie Jacobs For when we when we talk about vision and um, learning and reading, because mm. a lot of the times pa- kids with um, that's labeled as ADD or ADHD mm. actually have seizures mm. that aren't diagnosed. Um, so, you know, all the topics overlap so greatly. Mm. Okay, yeah. so we have chronic pain, and yes. I'm going to circle back to that just now. Yeah. Convulsions. Yeah. So epilepsy, convulsion, seizures. Then we've got um, spasticity. So conditions like multiple sclerosis. Um, another patient example, a 50-year-old lady um, who can't walk anymore because of her multiple sclerosis. So her, when she stands up, her legs go into spasm and she just, they lit, they flail and she falls down. And then she discovered a few years ago, a friend of her said, ah, just, you know, just smoke a joint. And she took a few puffs and suddenly her legs calmed down. Mm. And she could walk. So I mean, just imagine the life-changing moment where you are now a wheelchair-bound human being and suddenly you can walk. So obviously we don't want her to smoke a cannabis cigarette. So now she's on drops, for example, and if she wants to, she can through the course of the day. She can for breakthrough, if there's a breakthrough spasticity, she can either vaporize, medical vaporize the, the resin or the actual flower. And we have successful applications to SAPRA for the flour um, and the resin, the oil, for medical vaporizers. So okay. that's now so spasticity. So three conditions. We have yeah. two major ones. Yeah. So now chronic pain, we've got epilepsy, we've got um, spasticity. Then we've got chemotherapy-induced nausea. nausea. Okay, so our cancer patients are on the scene here. Um, that's a big one. There's very strong scientific evidence for that. You must remember now, when, when I write these applications to SAPRA, they want me to quote the research. They want me to quote it's, the abstract. It literally it's a thesis, It's a small thesis. It literally is a small thesis. It's a lot of work. And, and, and they want to see how I, and that's why I'm helping the doctors do the Section 21s, because, I mean, no one's got time to do this in their practices. So they will look. Am I linking the dose to for this patient to the actual dose in the research, things like that? Now, just maybe a quick note on cannabis, uh, on cancer. Yes, because I know people are asking that question right now. Yes, there is evidence that cannabis could be anti-tumor, could be, but it's early days. Mm. It's early days, and it's not a cure for all diseases. I do see cancer patients in my practice that come to me for adjuvant therapy for help 
chemotherapy didn't work so they're hoping I could do something and they're hoping that they can just find someone that makes cannabis and it will all be fine it does not doesn't work. work like that it doesn't and, work that way let's let's just be honest the patients with cancer after chemotherapy that do present to us are on their last legs and mm. you know it would do anything um you know we we not miracle mm. workers and mm. this is not a miracle plant yeah okay so so, so we've got can- so chemotherapy and then we've got anxiety so and this is a this is a big incredibly one. important one that's a big one um yeah. because show me someone on the planet at the moment that's not r- resonating with Hugely some form yeah. of Anxiety. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Anton, I want to, I want to go to something that's incredibly important. Um, I showed you a study this morning that I read, but before we get to that study, let's just talk about the safety of cannabis in pain management mm. versus opioids. <laughs> so the states, question. the states have this war on. Opoids. And yeah. you know what? That's not heroin. Hmm. They have a war on painkillers that it's, is it's a in war. the opoid yeah. family it's because big, bigger than heroin. It's a bigger Absolutely. bigger problem than heroin. Basically. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's self induced. Yeah. So let's just let's just talk about mm. opoids quickly. Yes, yeah. Um you know what? The drugs that that we in South Africa no, as opioids, we can name them, mm. um, you know, because I think people are supposed to know them. Mm. Um, your doctor is prescribing you a medication and you ha- have no idea what the hell it is. Mm. So, you know, what? let's name these drugs so yeah. people can be mm. aware of what they have to be looking out for. Um, morphine. No, morphine is an opioid. Bifidine. That's right, bethadine, highly addictive. Listen all of them. very carefully to this one: codeine. Mm. Codeine, in, so in many over the counter, over the over counter. The, you can just tell the pharmacy assistant you want that box there. Codeine. You know what? I remember anodin. Yes. My yeah. father used to take anodin. You can still get anodin. Anodin contains codeine. Mm. Um, Trammel. Yep. Sure, that's a big one, and it's a yeah. very popular. It is the only yeah. potent yeah. Um, opioid that we can get that's still a Schedule Five. They've taken all the others off the market. Yeah. Lentigesic was taken mm. off the market. Synap mm. um, uh, Fort was taken off the market. A poor mother would have gone mad. She loved hers. So, um, yeah, but now we know why. Yeah, she was because addicted of the to it. Opioid component yeah, to she this. She was addicted to it. So you know it. Opoids cause how many deaths? Oh, no, no, so many. In, in America, the stats are, are, are horrific because you remember now, and maybe I can just mention this quickly, is that you have receptors in your midbrain um, for opioids, but not for cannabis. And this is the issue. So if you take enough opioids, you can suppress your breathing yeah. and you can stop breathing Absolutely. and you can die. But for, with cannabis, when you overdose, um, you're going to get one mean panic attack and you could wake up with really red eyes the following morning and you could have a racing heart rate, uh, things like that. But you're not going to suppress the midbrain. This is important. So actually, what, what you are saying is I can commit suicidal murder. You know, for me, it's the same thing. Uh, because I want mm. to murder most people. Um, 
with an opioid overdose. But I, it's going to be very, very difficult, difficult for me to to overdose someone on cannabis. Yeah, yeah you would have to have a, a weak heart. You would have to have a heart condition um, and be old and get a complete massive overdose of cannabis. Then maybe you could get a heart attack. So there's a possibility. Just, we have a question quickly. Can I can I ask the ask the question? Mm, so yeah. it's, it's it's coming via the WhatsApp. The, this person has store bought CBD. Oil, mm. and they want to know sort of what dosages can they do? Can they take for pain management? Now, I mean, I know, it's I a know. Good question. Very it's, good it's, question. It's a difficult. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's no, a good question. So, the the the, the simple answer is I don't know. Yes, yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say. Yeah, you I don't know because I can't because I don't know what if the, the product oil? that you have contains what it says on the label. Yes. Was it third party tested? Does it con- really contain CBD? And then I would also not want to comment because what if there is some heavy metals in there sure. or some other contaminants that could cause an untoward side effect? Totally. So it's, it's dif- so difficult to, to comment, actually. So, so what I would suggest to, to our listener, actually, is get hold of a, a registered CBD practitioner. Yeah, go to the intracan.com website and 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 actually speak to them because uh, with your chronic pain sh- they will then be able to prescribe the correct first of all levels and secondly the the the, the proper product there are so chris there's so many people that say i've taken cannabis and it didn't work mm. they've taken a product mm. that mm. Cont- and, and, you know in South Africa it would be a hemp product mm. or a kitchen cannabis um, which they don't know what is in there um, you know it, it works We know, the scientific studies are there the papers are there mm. if prescribed and this is the word prescribed mm. correctly, yeah. correctly for the correct indication mm. there are over thirty indications that that mm. we know of. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. We, I mean, this the, the, the new, the new stuff, the new stuff. I mean, fibromyalgia, um, ADHD, and I mean, you just mentioned there now autism that autism uh, in children, autism in Israel. They are doing incredible research on autism Please and don't how put the your kids, kids on cannabis yet. You no, know, see the doctor, but see a doctor <laughs> about it because obviously they have to look at the other medication that your child is on. But I mean, the, the the scope of what is happening with regards to cannabis research is mind blowing. There's literally every week there's a new study being published where human where human trials were done, and uh, where where people were tested on this. I mean, and the and also the scope of pain. I mean, just think how many different types of pain you see in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so I, I want there was one thing, and I said we'll go back to this, and then mm-hmm. we have to wrap this up. Um, Pain. You talked. You you spoke about neuralgic pain. Yes, neuropathic. So guys, neuralgic pain. Neuropathic yeah. pain. Neuralgic pain. Mm. These are the patients. And I had this. And morning, Elise. Um, we had Sister Elise who who recently had a bout of shingles. Yeah. Mm. And shingles, which is a herpes zoster infection that flares mm. up. Causes neuropathic pain And that neuropathic pain can become chronic And of such a degree That I have known patients commit suicide mm. Because yeah. the pain is yeah. unrelenting And nothing That's takes it. it away nothing takes So it away. we have solutions for this We have it in topical mm. applications AIDS-related um, neuropathies Absolutely so, Very common Anton, we we unfortunately have to wrap the show up Sorry, so, just one last thing And, and this does it, it ties up with with the end We've got mm. another WhatsApp in 
Um, if you if my doctor won't prescribe, who do, how do I go about it? Again, you get onto the the website. The, yeah, website. the website's intro can dot com, and as the doctors do my course and they earn their uh, continued professional development points, their CBD points for the course, and they want to be listed on on the website, then we list them as doctors that have received the Fabulous. training. So, so there will be a doctor in your area, and you can you speak right. specifically to that yeah, doctor. Yeah, that's right. Otherwise, you know, it contact us. At the mm. tea clinic And we'll yeah, put you In contact Absolutely With the right people I am one of the The, the doctors that, That's done Anton's course yeah, And clearly um, And clearly listen in my course <laughs> well, well to, the, to, the, to the opening Doc Because it was the history And you started with that After that Who knows So You know But, but get hold of us guys yeah. There are There are Ways and means of legally getting the correct medication, because we call it this is a medication. Yeah. Um, you know, at the moment it's prescribed, it's a medication. It's controlled. It's regulated, and it's done by a professional, and it can change people's lives. Mm. So you can get hold of us, the Tea Clinic, um, or the Tea Health Show. You know, at Google us. It's it's freely available. Okay. So um, next. Week, we have um, Dr. Melanie Lambrecht. Oh, yay! Back with us nice. on the Melanie. show. Yeah. So, um, previously, we've spoken a lot about intravenous therapies, and you know, we'll we'll touch on them again. But both Melanie and myself have been aesthetic practitioners for 20 years and we're talking about something very interesting and that's emotional beauty and when we when we refer to emotional beauty it's the response that you get when looking at someone's face oh i like that so not only is it the response that the patient have when they look at their own face but it's the response that the public has your friends your colleagues your your family Mm. your husband Mm. when they look at your face so very very interesting topic emotional beauty that will be next week with myself and dr melanie lamprak join us Mm. fantastic dr anton um jansa von rensberg thank you very very much um, f- it's fascinating and we are so having you back because I've, I've got a thousand questions that you're going to get from me post this. Okay. Send us those questions. We'll forward it on to Anton. Sorry, hmm. we'll fill up your no. inbox. That's um, fine. Send those questions through on the WhatsApp line, which it's is 064-212-8701. We'll also post it on the T-Clinic's uh, website and all of, all of that sort of thing. So you can always follow up on, on, on that. Or send us messages there Thank you very much Anton Thank you for joining us Uh, You know what We're looking forward To having you on the show again Um, Towards the end of July We'll we'll have another show In the meantime You know what Go well Stay safe Uh, COVID's on its way Uh, Immune boost uh, Vitamin D Zinc And uh, vitamin C guys Absolutely Be safe everybody Be back Next week this has been the Tea Health Show with Dr. Mark and Chris Avon Smith, sponsored by the Tea Clinic. For more information, contact admin at theteaclinic.com.